myself again But it's the only way you're ever gonna learn You look back and it's all in the past Hi, welcome to NU Wrestling Matters with me, Steve Wraith. Joined by Malcolm today. No Gibbo, he's uh, otherwise engaged. But uh, Malcolm, welcome to the show as always. And uh, let's look back at the Everton game first and foremost. Uh, what was your what was your take on that the Chelsea game? Of course, we lost one nil, and we got a lot of plaudits. Um, we went to Everton, I think, all very competent of getting something, and came back with nothing. Yeah, um, yes, ju- just on the Chelsea game. Uh, I- I thought that we really did play well against a very, very good side. Um, and I, I, I think it's the worst refereeing non-decision I've seen this season and probably a lot longer when they, um, when they failed to give the penalty. Uh, it was absolutely atrocious that, uh, that VAR didn't step in. Um, it was so blatant. In, in, in a matter of about a second and a half, there were actually three penalties. One, he grabbed him by the, by the, uh, um, the shoulder and pulled him back. Um, and then two, that he hit him with his left foot. And then there was another stride and, and then he came in with the right foot. Never got anywhere near the ball um, once in all of that time. So there were three chances for the referee to give a penalty and he didn't, he ignored it. Uh, it makes me very suspicious, in all honesty, when something so blatant as that, uh, you know, and we know that there seems to be this, this downer on Newcastle United because of uh, the new owners. Um, and if it's spread to referees, heaven help us, heaven help the game of football. Um, but um, but now moving moving on to to the to the Everton game, I, I was just very very disappointed throughout that it seemed a lackluster team by comparison to what we've seen over the past few weeks, um, and and Everton aren't a good side; they're far from it, and uh, and I thought that they were there for the taking, but. The one great problem is that we are so lacking something up front, someone up front to hold the ball or to make runs, take centre halves on. It's just not happening. It really isn't. And and so if the midfield don't get um, beyond the back line of of the opposition um, to create danger, then we're not going to score. And um, and I'm afraid that uh, that this new centre forward that uh, that's coming from Burnley um, would he um, he really isn't doing it, you know that um, you want you want somebody with uh, uh, who who can make himself available, who can uh, look to get hold of the ball, hold possession, bring other people into play with their runs, knock it into their path. We're seeing none of that. Or you look for a centre-half, a centre-forward, who's just got a massive presence 
And so uh, um, that all you need to do is knock the ball to him or, 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 or into, his, into his path. Um, and, and, and he just makes sure that he gets there in front of other people and he goes and does the business. Or you want somebody who's going that way um, and, and is making runs beyond the back four for, for through balls. Uh, so there's three options. And we're not seeing one of those um, from Wood. Not one. Um, and I know that that um, Eddie Howe has really tried to bull him up and what have you. And, and I, I think it was as much to boost the player um, rather than um, uh, uh, rather than the actual, uh, the actual people that he was talking to, all the supporters, um, that he he wanted the message to get to the player. Well, I'm sure the message has got to him, and it's just made no difference, no difference whatsoever. It's it is very very difficult for a team to play if they haven't got things happening in front of them from teammates um and a newcastle at the moment they really are struggling um there are other ways there are other ways to play um but you probably have to take that man out um and so i think that that the manager now um eddie howe has got a he's got a dilemma on his hands how he's how he's working at it um, over this long period of layoff um, before the Spurs game. Um, it'll be interesting to see because I know he will be a busy, busy man trying to resolve this problem because it's 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 affecting the whole side. That there is just nothing up there. They can't find anybody just to knock the ball into uh, because he's the guy, the guy is just not making himself available. Um, and uh, and I don't know why. He doesn't look athletic. Uh, um, he, he looks very immobile. And, and because of that, he's very easy to mark. Very easy. And... and so easy that, that somebody can just come and stand in front of him um, and and that's it he's blocked out so there's no th th there's nothing forward for the midfield just to knock it into and so they're always having to go square or back um, and that's not what this side need it's a side that's that's been created by Eddie Howe to go forward uh, so uh, Eddie Howe's got a real dilemma on his hands, um, and uh, and it it does amaze me um, why uh, Dwight Gale is never involved on the bench, but never involved on the park, um, and he, he would at least offer the through ball, making runs for that through ball, um, which which Wood doesn't do. Play the two together, maybe. Uh, lose a man from midfield. Uh, it, it, it's a bit overloaded at the moment. They're playing 
Um, they're playing five players there. So maybe play Gale with Wood. That's what he needs. He needs to have a partner to, to work with and off of. Um, and, and then things might change. And the only p person in the in the club who can do that, I think, is uh, is Dwight Gale. So bring him in, give him a chance. How big a part of play did the uh, the delay in the game play, Malcolm? The fourteen minute delay. The guy who attached himself to the post. Yeah. Um, it's a time. It's a time for for a side just to sort of reorganize um, in all sorts of little ways. Uh, and it was late in the game. Um, it was nil-nil at the time. And, and and it was an opportunity just to say, just to uh, um, say, right, are we, are we going to go forward and go for it? Or are we just going to, are we going to defend and see the time out? And, and that I thought was would be the option, but it nothing seemed to change once the game got restarted, and players looked a bit on the lethargic side um, when it did. Um, it's it's a hell of a long break to have, you know. It's sort of like having two half times um, during the game, um, and you and, and you need to get yourself going all over again um but then everton they suffered the same but they 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 seem to be a lot more lively um in the way they went about their game than uh, than newcastle and uh it was uh, uh it, it was it was one time where um uh, uh where burn the center half it he just got caught a little um, uh, and just found himself on his heels and, and away the player went and uh, and knocked it in. It was disappointing. It was a it was a game that I felt that Newcastle was certainly capable of winning. Um, and so that's two defeats in a row. They've got an, a, an extremely difficult um, third away match coming up. In fact, it's four in a row. I know, but uh, but the two defeats that we've had, what we don't want is a third defeat. We want to get something now out of the Spurs game to make up for it. You know, um, supporters could rightly say after that Everton debacle, we're owed. Get the points off Spurs. What did you make of Bruno's performances? I mean, we were talking about him. Would he get a game? How would he get into the team? But obviously, COVID and injuries have, have meant that he's managed to, to get in there. He looks an impressive mm. player. Yes, he does. Um, uh, uh, and, and how to get the very best out of him. Um, and watching the Everton game, uh, I... I I was a little surprised, more so at myself, in in my what my form of thinking was with regards to Bruno. I think he missed Shelby. I think that that he missed having that uh, um, that sort of deep midfield plat for him to 
to run off knowing that it was sort of secure behind him. Um, he does a lot of good things behind other midfield players and, and, and works really well with them. But I think he needed somebody else where he can, poof, then he knows that uh, when the time's right, he can get forward with abandon. Um, he doesn't have to worry about what's happening behind him. But without Shelby, he seemed to have that uh, that worry that uh, that he was going to leave things short behind him if he got forward, and so and so he was hanging back a little bit too deep, and in the end, other midfield players were too deep, and they they should have been taking the game forward more uh, to Everton and uh, and looking to attack their back line, but. Newcastle really didn't get into their back line at all. Um, and, and perhaps Wood up front was feeling somewhat isolated in all of this. Maybe he was. Um, uh, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, but he, uh, he, he was finding the game very difficult indeed. Very difficult. And... Um, and almost to the point where, where for long spells, he became invisible. Um, and that tells me that he's not coping. He's not coping with the level of football that's being played. Um, and so uh, uh, if, if, I, if I were uh, the manager, I, I would be saying, right, we need a centre forward who who is a target man, but at the same time, he's going to get forward, he's going to get goals. You know, we've uh, um, we've seen from Wood one goal. That goal had him on a run into the, into the box, heading for the six-yard area. He was on a run, woof, and, and there he got. And since then, all he's done is got into the box, stood still doesn't make those runs um, and and it's making runs that will give you that that inch of space in front of somebody to get your header in to get your toe in whatever and uh, and he he's done it the once scored a goal then he stopped doing it that that concerns me why what why has he stopped doing it he, he found you know that a center forward should always be thinking Right, what gets me success? I'm going to do that. I'm going to be doing it all the time. You know, John Tudor and I, when we when we were out training, we would spend hours every week on the training field just working on how we attacked the near post, far post, and 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 the that pretty much the whole of that penalty area in front of, of the goal, if you drew lines, if you continued the six-yard sidelines all the way to the edge of the box, that was me and John Tudor. That was our area, and we worked it, and, and, and we had constant movement all the time. He'd go one way, I'd go the other, and we'd make it really difficult for centre-halves even to get near us, never mind Marcus. Um, and... And and so we got a, we we got a host of goals doing that, 
um, one near post, one far post, but it's but it's how you get there. Um, and, and and when the ball is coming in, what you don't want, you don't want it coming at you. You want it, you want it way in the, in the distance so that you can make that run um, of, a, of of those important few yards and get your head on it, get your um, foot on it, get your bum on it. It doesn't matter, you know, just get on the end of it and, and propel it goalwards. Um, and and I just don't see that from Wood. He's, he's, he's so very stationary. He's stationary in the penalty area, except for that one time where he scored and he's not learned the lesson from it. He's very stationary there and he's very stationary on the halfway line. When midfield players look, they see Wood marked, somebody in front. Uh, come on, you've got to be making movement. You've got to be making a bit of space for yourself. And he's not doing it. Uh, and uh, he's old enough uh, and been playing the game long enough to know that that's what he should be doing. Maybe he doesn't like it up on his own. He wants somebody alongside of him. So... I think that they they re they really should try Dwight Gale alongside Wood. Let's just see what happens. Um, uh, but why the downer on Gale? I don't know. It's a mystery. I'd love to know the answer. I can I can guess all sorts of things, um, but uh, I I don't know what the truth of the matter is. Um, has the has the trip to the Middle East come at the right time? Then I mean, obviously we you know no FA Cup games, a little break. So Newcastle, you know, have jetted off to Dubai mm -hmm. for a training session, play a friendly on Friday. Good time to do it, and a bit of team bonding. Yeah, why not? Um, that, uh, I've always found that uh, that they can do a side the world of good, um, and and yes, there there is a bonding. Because you're there 24 hours a day together, you're eating together, you're uh, training together, um, and then you're relaxing together. Um, and so, yes, good bonding, um, and and also what what you find, and I hope that this has been happening, that players when they're relaxing, they'll just start talking about the game, how they're playing it, what how. How can we improve? How can we be better? Um, have 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 we all thought about this? And um, just drop an idea in, um, and then you can go out on the training field, try that idea out, um, and and if it's successful, great. If it doesn't work, well, let's find something else. But that team bonding, it's. You want to see ideas sprouting from it. Yeah, definitely, definitely do. Okay, we, we put out uh, a call for a couple of questions with us doing a pre-record today. And uh, Nathan asks, what would be your ambitions for next season, Malcolm? Where should we be aiming to finish? Um, I seriously think that we should be looking at the very least of competing where West Ham are right now. That's the minimum. And then the season after, 
certainly Europe. I would be looking to get into Europe. Um, there's a huge amount of improvement still to be done. A, a, a greater depth in the squad, maybe. There's going to be a lot of coming and going in the summer. That's for sure. And hopefully all of it is for the greater improvement of the team and the squad um, and the club. And so uh, certainly I, I would be looking to be competing for Europe next season. And uh, whether we do it or not, I don't know. But then the following season, it's got to be a must. It really must. Um, it's and once once you get once you get into Europe and and come on, I, I, it, it was about ooh, what was it about twenty years ago? Uh, um, Newcastle played. I think it was Juventus. Uh, the atmosphere was incredible. The and and you could see you could see the. The, the players lifting their game hugely. Um, and, and and so that's what Europe does. It brings not just the best, but something a bit more out of players because it's such a unique challenge away from, uh, um, from uh, uh, the, uh, your league um, game. Because it, it's sort of much the same season after season, but then you go and play in Europe, and uh, well, I, I used to absolutely love it um, that going um, going pre-season um, and, and playing in um, in places like Belgium and uh, uh, um, Italy, uh, uh, France, Germany, uh, and it was such a wonderful experience seeing different things new things um picking up uh the knowledge of it all um and then taking it back home trying it out um and, and it and it's football is is a is a trillion little things that that make it and Im, and improve it um, and and those things that you pick up, you take back, you put into the game, and woof, uh, the improvement um, goes on and on from that. So yeah, I, I, I certainly am looking that, that uh, challenge for Europe next season, get into Europe the season after. Calvin asks, do you think the ground could or should be moved to accommodate larger stadiums so more fans can get into games? He says, I'm unemployed and I can't afford a season ticket, but I'd love to be able to go to a game sometime, but I can't I can't ever get in. Well, there's always the there's 10% of tickets, isn't there? That that's go go on sale every game. Mm. I'm not sure if he's aware of that. Um it, but football isn't cheap, is it, these days? Um, it, 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 it certainly isn't cheap. Um, now, bigger stadium. Hmm. Well, there's always been talk, hasn't there, of, of, of building a stadium just that bit north of where, where the ground is at the moment. 
I don't know. Would, uh, would the council be amenable? To, it's it's to an that? interesting question. It's it's something that's going yeah. to grow and grow if Newcastle become more successful, Mal. It's yes, definitely... yeah, it is. Yeah. What? Okay. So, if if they're going to move and look to build a new stadium, and if you go and go and look at, at, at the Spurs stadium, you're going to the Spurs game, aren't you? Yeah. Right. Well, just just go and, and and take a good look at the stadium and how it's configured, how it works, how it operates, Steve, because um, from what I'm told, I haven't been there, but I, I've, I've been to Arsenal. Arsenal is absolutely amazing. What people are saying is, as amazing as Arsenal is, Tottenham have actually gone further and they've made it even better. So um, it is quite a phenomenon uh, of a stadium. So uh, get, have a good study of it and you'll come back with a million ideas for the new stadium. Um, and But how many people? Exactly. What, uh, what, what should... The board at Newcastle um, tell the architect to design uh, 60. Well, that's just a few more than what they have. So do they go 70,000, 80, 90? Just how, how far do they go? Uh, it's, um, it's an intriguing one. What? Um, the Bernabeu holds a hundred thousand. I think the Barcelona Stadium holds a hundred and ten thousand. Should we look to compete with them and 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 look to go over a hundred thousand? Hmm. Interesting question. One one for the future. Yeah. One for the one for the future. Last question. It uh, certainly from is. Last questions from Spenny Mag. He says, which centre forwards do you think will be realistic targets in the summer? And in your estimate, would make a vast improvement to the team with a lot of goals. I mean, Harry Kane's the name that springs to mind. I did ask Alan Shearer this last week. Um, you know, he's, oh, did he's, you? What was his answer? He's well, he just raised his eyebrows, which I would imagine you would. I mean, Newcastle spending 150 million plus on a striker. I'd I, I believe it when I see it. But you know, I I, I would love mm. to see I'd love to see Harry Kane at Newcastle. If I'm perfectly honest. Um, yeah, uh, uh, yes, uh, he, he has this uncanny knack of just being in the right place at the right time, um, to knock it in. Uh, and that's, that's the magic of being a, a, a top goal scorer, uh, just being in the right place at the right time, um, which Wood isn't doing, um, but how many times do you see Kane knocking the ball into the net from somebody's cross and he's totally unmarked? That's an art. That is a great skill. And that's what Wood should be looking to do. F find a way to ghost into the area uh, um, and 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 get get on get onto the ball unmarked. Um, uh, it's a real art and a gift. 
dear me. That, yeah, I suppose Kane is the outstanding one in this yeah. country. But he's he's no spring chicken, is he? He's not, he, but he would he would do a job for us, Malcolm. I think. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, but I said, you know, the, the fee level. I, I I really, I really wouldn't want to be spending sort of sixty million, seventy million on somebody of his age. Um, and Spurs would be asking double that at least. Um, and and also there'd be a reluctance to to. I think that Newcastle have got to look abroad. Uh, and and oh, what's what's the fellow's name? He's phenomenal. Levin, uh, is it Lewandowski? Lewandowski, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lewandowski, oh, you know, uh, uh, Lewandowski. He is one hell of a finisher. It'll be interesting if they get the transfer but, window half as good as they got the uh, the January transfer window. I think we'll all be yeah. really happy. So I guess yeah, it, it, yeah. it's. It is really going to be very interesting for Newcastle fans, just to and exciting. Yeah, very exciting. I think it is okay. As this is a pre-record, um, and uh, next week I am I'm not going to be doing any lives next week. Else, uh, we've already pre-recorded a wonderful short. Newcastle's legend Malcolm McDonald was also an England legend and scored five goals against England for Cyprus. So uh, we have recorded with Gibbo, uh, uh, you know, a, a chat with Malcolm about his England career. So that is next Thursday. So I'll, I will ask you about Newcastle Tottenham. Of course, we return to Premier League action uh, at the Spurs Stadium on Sunday, April the 3rd. It's a 4.30 kickoff live on Sky Sports. All 3,000 away tickets have already been sold. Um, uh, you know, from, from our point of view, uh, we go down there off the back of two defeats which uh which you know is yeah. something which we haven't had to talk about over the last few weeks the uh referee and var well it's too early to confirm those but malcolm um yeah <laughs> and, and will they switch it on and will they switch it on exactly but uh yeah just just give us your thoughts on on that game i know it's a little way off uh, as we're pre-recording this but um yeah i mean what are you hoping to see from newcastle against tottenham well it, um first of all tottenham are very much a hot or cold side. They're either they either look fantastic or they look absolutely awful. There's no sort of middle ground with them. Now, so who Newcastle are going to face? Uh, we don't know at the moment. From Newcastle's point of view, it all comes back to to what is or isn't up front. Uh, it, it, I, I, I really don't want to go knocking um, too much, but Wood has got to start moving. He's got to start running the line. He's got to start to look to um, just to buy a run make a little bit of space for himself. Um, the only time I've I've really seen him actually do that was when he scored the goal, his only goal. Having having done that, having scored that, he's just not done it again. Mm. He's, he's not made that kind of movement again, in the box, out the box. So it it's going to be difficult. I, but pers personally... 
I think that he needs somebody out front with him. Put Dwight Gale there. It could work. Um, the Newcastle need to to um, need to create width. Um, they need to work the lines um, and and look to to get crosses in. That way, might get Wood um, making runs from outside the box to get on the end of crosses. Um, I, th I, th I think Newcastle, that they look pretty solid at the back. I know there was a mistake um, by Byrne um, for the Everton goal. Um, but but overall, I, I've been very happy um, with the way that Newcastle have been playing um, at the back. So I'm quite happy with that. The, the Spurs will create a problem. Song coming from that deeper position and Harry Kane going the other way and uh, um, and they they can be difficult to to mark but uh, uh, um, I'm sure that uh, Steve can you I'm going to do the adverts while you go and get the door okay <laughs> yeah. big shout out to Spider VPN for all your internet security Google Spider VPN they come up at the top of the Google search list they are the boys to tr uh, trust for internet security uh, big shout out to skipsandbins.com telephone 0800 25 inquiries at skipsandbins.com website www.skipsandbins.com easy contract free and pays you go waste collection thanks also to lng family funeral directors 0191389 and the garden of healing dispensary cbd hemp and cannabinoid specialists www.thegohd.com Thanks also to Arcot Interiors for all of your kitchen needs. Uh, Google Arcot Interiors. They come up at the top of the Google search list and uh, they can be found on Heaton Road in Newcastle. Thanks also to qtechshop.co.uk, the makers of pool tables and snooker tables in Walls End, Newcastle, and the guys who run our website, nufcmatters.com. Thanks also to Kai. meet the new game over screen, drop into a clear run device near you. They can be found on Apple Store, Google Play and clearrun.game. Thanks to Jab Signature, jabsignature.co.uk and Media Arts for all of their video help. Uh, subscribe to the channel, hit the Newcastle Legends logo in the bottom right-hand corner. You can subscribe for free, hit the thumb up to like the video, click share to share to your uh, social media and drop into the comments box to speak to like-minded Newcastle fans. We're also available as a podcast on iTunes and Spotify and other podcast providers usually goes up 24 hours after the show. If you subscribe to the channel, don't forget to go to nufcmatters.com and claim your free car sticker. Uh, just go to nufcmatters.com and you can claim your car sticker there. Uh, go to the website as well to become a member. You get a scarf, a membership card, a pen and a cup. Uh, all details for that on nufcmatters.com. You can find me and Malcolm at the Dog and Parrot pre-match and post-match. Uh, good bar, good beer, good food, pool table and kids are welcome. Please make a donation to the food bank, nufcfansfoodbank.co.uk in the virtual bucket, uh, which is available 365 days of the year. Uh, and don't forget me, Malcolm, Gibbo and Holly will be at the Marlborough Social Club on Saturday the 9th of April. 12 noon kickoff and it is a £10 a ticket from newcastlelegends.com and last but by no means least uh, 260dinner.co.uk if you haven't got your tickets get them now the event is looming it is on the 7th of April uh, get your uh, tickets for that now so Mal uh, just before the man knocked on the door uh, just a quick <laughs> prediction just a quick prediction from you for, for the Spurs game mate um, right um, I'm uh... 
I think that uh, um, they would have been working very hard over this break. So I'm looking forward very much to to seeing a huge improvement in things generally. And so I I don't think Newcastle will get beat. I think that they'll that they'll turn these two defeats they've just had a, around at Spurs. I'm going to go for a one-all draw. A 1-1 one, one draw. Great stuff. You heard it here first. Slightly shorter show this week. Uh, thank you, though, Malcolm, for joining us and look forward to seeing you again soon, mate. Take care. Indeed. All right, Steve. Cheerio, everybody.